0: monster a creature with such horrific features a lady a bride and scary movie fan some nerds and their website present this woman and Hello and welcome again to the Bride of the Creature podcast with me, the Creature, Joey G. And joining me as always this week is the cutest podcaster in town, the Bride, Nicole. Hello. How are you, love? Good, how are you? I'm good, I'm just checking the levels. I'm I lo- just getting the are levels. the levels good? Well, uh, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not good at this. They might be. I, I don't listen to it either. So, maybe someone would tell me if they weren't. I don't know. Maybe? Well, anyway... I guess you're just going to have to cope. You get what you get. You get what you pay for, really. It's free. Exactly. So that means it's okay for it to be bad.
1: Bender, no. Hey, what are you doing? That's not allowed.
0: Crazy dog's cleaning his rifle of the table again. Uh, so welcome to the show. This week on the show, the show in question, of course, being Bride of the Creature. Uh, in case you're wondering why I'm speaking so like this, it's because I'm stalling to try and get the Wikipedia page for this movie up. Can you go kill a dog, please? Uh, so this week we watched a 1958 William Castle thriller-chiller uh, by the title of Macabre. You know, Macabre, uh, written by Rob White, uh, starring William Prince, Jim Backus, Christine White, Jacqueline Scott. There, she's back. Okay. The dog's dead. Oh, good. Uh, uh, so anyway, yeah, um, let's have a listen to the trailer, and then we'll, uh, we'll talk about it.
2: Your attention, please during every suspenseful moment of the running of the motion picture macabre. The life of everyone in this theater will be insured by Lloyds of London for $1,000 against death by fright. However, even Lloyds of London will not grant coverage for any person with a known condition or for suicide by any member of the audience. No, what has he done, Holly Tell me. <laughs> Go on. She's not dead. Not yet. That she's in a good big coffin for her. Don't worry about being scared to death. Your heirs will collect after you've gone. Where is she? Where is she? I can hear her breathing. Where is she? Bring someone with you to see this motion picture. You'll want some live hands to hold during the performance. And you won't want to go home alone after it's finished, if you're able to go home. And we won't worry about your telling anybody the ending of this picture. Because you may not be around to tell. These are the living members of its cast. If you meet any of them in a dark alley, we advise you to scream for help if it's not too late to scream. Your attention, please. During the engagement of Macabre, no one will be seated during the last ten minutes of each show.
0: Okay, so... uh, This is a a short little picture. Uh, It's only... I think it was only 73 minutes. And it really plays like a a slightly long episode of The Twilight Zone. It's like a play. Yeah, very much. Uh, Having said that, though, it does have a fairly uh, dark twist to it.
1: Pretty dark for the 1950s. Oh,
0: definitely, yeah. Um... So basically, the, the premise is we have uh, Dr. Rod Barrett, who is our, our hero, or so we think, spoiler alert, and uh, his young daughter has been kidnapped by a mysterious maniac who has buried her alive in a large coffin. So that is actually a pretty grisly premise for a 1950s uh, thriller chiller, uh, and the doctor has five hours in which to find and rescue her before she runs out of oxygen and dies. And uh, yeah... It's, you're also given to suspect that the killer has apparently murdered his wife and his sister and her sister anyway I don't so, remember that part yeah that wasn't that important oh so um the flashbacks you're meant to suspect that whoever was behind the kidnapping of the daughter also killed the two people from before the flashbacks the guy whose wife right. the, the mother yeah anyway uh him and uh various uh, prospective suitors his various girls <laughs> one of them whom he's dating, one who wants to date him, or running around looking through graveyards and crypts no and stuff. No one
1: works for him, right?
0: Yeah, but she wants to be banging him.
1: Well, do I. She wants to be banging It's out. like, can you be more, more romantic than that in the 1950s?
0: No, I can't. It's
1: probably more romantic than, than that in the 1950s.
0: No, she totally wanted his D. Oh, boy. All up in her pee Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she totally did. She was gagging for it.
1: Mm, <laughs> that's gross, Joey. <laughs>
0: Uh, anyway, um, the movie does have a big twist ending. Also, there's a great charming little type thing at the very end where the narrator comes in and requests that the audience not reveal this twist ending to others. Wouldn't it be awesome if like, The Sixth Sense ended with the narrator going, Please do not reveal the secret ending to your friends! I wish
1: my friends had listened to that, because I had that one, one spoiled for me.
0: Yeah. I don't know if that spoils that movie, though. It's still good. It's better if you not it It's very scary, still. I didn't find it scary.
1: Misha Barton under the bed grabs your foot. Terrifying. That's Misha Barton. That's Misha Barton. She's the dead girl who got poisoned by her mother. a who Misha Barton is. She's in the OC. Look it skinny up, bitch. Joey.
0: Oh, she literally falls off a cliff and dies in the OC.
1: I don't know. I don't didn't follow the. I knew she was on the yeah, OC. Yeah, it's her.
0: I'm pretty sure she. got I didn't know she, she was
1: in Six Sense. Yeah, 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 you're right. And she it, vomits.
0: Well, because she gets poisoned. I guess I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Six Sense. Yeah, it's good. It's probably been ten or fifteen years. She was also in Notting Hill. Misha Barton? Yeah. She used to be all over the top boys. Whatever happened to her? I think everyone realized that she wasn't very good and nobody cared <laughs> and anymore. And she's
1: just a skinny bitch.
0: And yeah, she was on the OC. Welcome to the OC, bitch. <laughs> Did you ever watch the OC? No. I just knew that people made fun of that. I knew a lot of people who watched it religiously.
1: That... That song was in it.
0: Just one episode, which they did, made into an SNL sketch. Yeah,
1: I saw the SNL sketch.
0: Which funny sketch?
1: <laughs> I'm guessing the show is like that. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's <a> fairly <laughs> a fairly good guess. Uh, Nicole, did you like this movie? I did. It's very charming, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it, like when you, I, I thought it was kind of okay, but then when you described it to me as like a episode of the Twilight Zone or something, I liked it more. Yeah, because this not... as a movie, it's just kind of like.
0: Kind of hokey. Again, like you said, though, you have to try and consider it not as, as of now. Like, in the yeah. 1950s, I could see this being big. It is very slight. Uh, it's very short and che- cheesy. It's very short, though, so that helps. So, yeah, I, I did like it. Yeah. Uh, I, and I've seen another movie that this guy made that I liked a lot better, but it was fun.
1: It wasn't very memorable.
0: No, not even. really. I liked, I mean, I thinking about it in the context of the time, having such a grisly plot, it's kind of uh, it's kind of neat that that was the premise. But. I think
1: it, it was funny because like I'm a preschool teacher I work with children and then in this movie, the nanny, her big thing is she she stepped out for a minute. To go across the street and talk to a neighbor and yeah. left the daughter by herself. Yeah. In sure, her but playroom. at the same time, the,
0: the daughter's five years old. She's not, like, five months old.
1: Yeah, but she, I think she said she left her for, like, 30 minutes. It's only no, five. She
0: said, like, five. But still, so. I agree. You shouldn't leave the child, but I didn't find it that horrifying. I was like, well, I mean, yeah, she did leave the house, but it was.
1: <laughs> it was like, oh my god, can you imagine nowadays a nanny being like, oh, I just stepped out across the well, street? Well, to be fair,
0: she's also not a nanny. She was the housekeeper. So really, it's the fucking dad's fault for leaving, you know, the. <laughs> Kid in the in the care of Aunt Jemima.
1: She wasn't Aunt Jemima. She wasn't black.
0: Well, I just meant she was the help. I didn't mean. The, <laughs> I didn't mean it racially. You went there.
1: Well, Aunt Jemima only refers to the. Fine.
0: Then I mean, left her with Alice from the Brady Bunch. Is that a better fucking reference for you? I don't know who the exactly, Brady Bunch is. Exactly, which is, is. why I, you don't know who the Brady Bunch is. Don't be stupid. You know what the Brady Bunch I is. I mean, I
1: don't know what Alice is.
0: She was the maid on the Brady Bunch. She
1: was a maid. a maid.
0: Yeah, her name was Alice. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> I know they had that wicked beehive hairdo back then.
0: I think well Alice didn't have a... I mean, There's no beehive haircuts in the 70s?
1: Yeah, she had that short little, like, up. Whoosh, the mom did.
0: Who? The on mom. the Brady Bunch? Yeah. No, she did not.
1: She, her hair went up. It definitely poofed look, up. I'm going to show you
0: a goddamn picture of Carol Brady <laughs> right now. We're looking it up. Yeah, come look at this beehive haircut on Carol Brady. Yeah. Real beehive. She's a Justin Bieber haircut, for Christ's sakes! Oh,
1: you're right. I'm thinking of something. Yeah, look, she really does look like Justin Bieber.
0: Yeah, Justin Bieber is secretly Carol Brady. Shelley Long played her in the movie. Did you know that?
1: Who's Shelley Long?
0: This is Shelley Long as Carol Brady. And then at the end of the movie, movie, at the end of the Brady Bunch movie, um, the actress who played the original Carol Brady shows up as grandma.
1: I think we've gone really off topic. Oh, it's a
0: great... Have you ever seen the Brady Bunch movie? It's great. No, why it's would comedy. I watch this? stupid movie? Because it's kind of a parody of the Brady Bunch more than anything.
1: Is it like Leave it to Beaver? I saw that movie. No, it's
0: nothing like Leave it to Beaver. I saw that movie. Is it a movie of Leave it to Beaver? Yeah. What's it about? Beaver. Do they leave it to him? Yep. When did when do you think Leave it to Beaver was on TV? Like, that's like, that's like the 70s. Leave it to Beaver was not on in the 70s. 60s? Happy Days was it was the 50s, I think. Happy Days was on in the 70s.
1: Leave it to Beaver the movie came out in the 90s. No, it didn't. Yes.
0: Leave it to Beaver was on uh from 1957 until 1963. There was also like uh Still the Beaver was the second series which ran in the 50s and 60s as well after Leave it to Beaver.
1: No, there's a movie that I'm they getting made.
0: to that. Then there was they're faster. Um, okay, I I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't realize you had an appointment to keep. You do nothing. Then there was uh, the new Leave it to Beaver, and then there was the Leave it to Beaver, the film, in 1997. You were right about that. Ha! Uh, Never
1: write about dates. This <laughs> is awesome.
0: Christopher McDonald was in... Oh, he must have played... Uh, was he the dad or was he Mr. Wilson? Oh well, he was the dad. Who played... Oh, Mr. Wilson's Dennis the Menace. Who was the mom? Brenda Song? No, it's the... Cameron Finley? Who's Cameron Finley? June Cleaver was Janine Turner. that is.
1: So getting back to the movie, we were talking about... Oh, she was
0: on Northern Exposure. Okay.
1: Well, she's pretty. I have something to say.
0: Go ahead. I'm reading about Leave it to Beaver about the About Macabre.
1: The, the, the woman who works for him that you say wants his D. She wants
0: his D in a big, bad way. Um, Gets the phone call. The she
1: receives the phone call. Oh my gosh, look at our son. <laughs> he
2: took off his pajamas.
1: He's just stripping in his bed. We need to pause. No, he's fine. Finish the episode.
0: No. Finish the episode, goddammit. Finish your thought, at least. At least finish your thought. What's my thought? I don't know about the woman who wants the D.
1: Oh, yeah. So she receives the phone call saying that that the daughter is in a coffin and has five hours to live and and she she passes out. And then when she wakes up, she takes like 20 minutes to spit it out. Yeah,
0: I think they were trying to go for like suspense, but they were actually just going for annoying the audience. I need to go put clothes on my son. 1993 was when Dennis the Menace movie came out. I remember that. All right, we'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. And we're back. are we? Yes. Okay, good. So um, one other thing I thought I'd mention about this movie. Uh, this was the f- William Castle who directed it was kind of famous into using stupid for using stupid gimmicks to promote his movies. Oh really? Uh, so this was the first time he started using them. So, for example, a certificate for a $1000 life insurance policy from Lloyds of London was given to each customer in case he or she should die from fright during the film. Everybody who went to see this movie was given a certificate that if they died from fright during the movie, their family would be entitled to one thousand dollars.
1: <laughs> what else did he do for gimmicks? Uh, he
0: did things like having like skeletons drop out of the ceiling during movies, or there's a part in one of the mo- in The Tingler, which is a good movie, where the movie literally all the lights turn off in the movie, and the premise of the movie is this monster called the Tingler, and the only thing that can stop the Tingler from killing you is if you're screaming. So there's a scene where like all the lights go out in the movie, and of course also in the theater, and then Vincent Price's voice just comes over the loudspeaker and says, Ladies and gentlemen, the tingler is loose now in this very theater. Scream! Scream for your life! And it, but it completely like breaks the fourth wall and stops the movie to <laughs> have the character in the movie talk to the audience watching the movie. It's amazing.
1: Can you imagine they did things like that now? I
0: wish they would. And uh, he used to, during the promotion of this film, he would... Um, take the film along with him because it wasn't like it is now where movies would come out in a bunch of places all at once. They'd come out in like one city at a time and go along and like word of mouth would promote them. So like the theatrical life was like a lot the longer. Like world tour. Kind of, yeah. And so he would do that by doing things like he'd hire fake nurses to stand in the lobby and park hearses outside the theater and he would arrive at the premiere by emerging from a coffin and things like that. They
1: did that with the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. when I think it was when New New Nightmare was coming out um they had like a coffin come to the theater. And it was probably for Freddy Krueger. Yeah, Freddy Krueger came out. Yeah, I don't yeah. know which one it's for, but That's funny. they they did promotional stuff like that. They'd have to throw funerals from yeah. and then come back to life.
0: But I mean, apparently it worked because the movie made like $5 million, which doesn't sound like very much, which but one? it was the m- macabre. Okay, I thought you but, were uh, But anyway. the movie was, again, like we said, it came out in 1958 and cost $90,000 to make, and it made $5 million. And that was $5 million U.S. at the time, so I don't know what that works out to today. but I guess I can find out, but I don't think it matters.
1: <laughs> I don't think so either.
0: But yeah, there's not a whole hell of a lot more else to say about the movie, because like we say, it's pretty simple, but it's I think it's worth a watch. It's cute.
1: Yeah, if you like, like Joyce's, like the Twilight Zone movies
0: or shows. Thank you. I was about to correct you.
1: Yeah, you'll like it?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's totally just like, a, it's a good little uh, O. Henry twisty short story kind of a situation. Worth <laughs> watching. So, uh, if there's anything else you'd like to add? Nope. Until next week, I'm the creature, Joey G. I'm
1: the bride, Nicole. Y'all
0: stay scary now.
1: Kissy kissy. How
0: could this woman ever decide
1: to wed this man?